Hi, and welcome to another episode of Healthy Distractions, the show with two Marvel fanboys who talk all these Marvel, except for when we don't. I'm Jeremy. I'm Matt. And this week we're going to talk about the Solo teaser trailer. Matt, Solo, what do you think? The Solo teaser trailer. Another Star Wars movie. Hooray! Jeremy always has to talk about Star Wars. It actually looked pretty good. Really? I was surprised because I'm not expecting much from the Solo movie. I really didn't want a solo movie, and I didn't care about a solo movie. Uh, but Donald Glover looks great, and Amelia Clark looks great, and some of the action could be really good. So at least they teased it correctly, I think. From a trailer perspective, they did a good job. I'm interested, I'm intrigued, and it actually made me want to see this movie, hmm. which before I didn't want to. So you would say that that was a good teaser? Yes. Okay. Now, off the top of your head... I don't mean to put you on the spot. Venom. Can you think of it? Yes. Can you think of a bad teaser? <laughs> Venom was pretty bad. So. I mean, speaking of a movie that I already had zero fucking expectations for. <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how Sony keeps messing this up. They literally have Kevin Feige on pager and they have 25 Marvel movies as an example. Just as, just as at the very least a template for how you do things. Infinity War teaser trailer had just come out a month ago. How do they mess this up unless the movie is just that bad? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have the words. I mean, I'm just, I mean, because I'm just really baffled. Because even before the MCU, you even had like the Batman Begins teaser trailer, yeah, Superman Returns teaser trailer. Like, you've, like, we've done this, like, we've been doing this for 20 years, guys. <laughs> just do a slow, like, you know, so yeah, start up slow, that's fine. Show a few explosions, okay. Just show a quick cut of like the monster or the venom and whatever. And then that's it. And you couldn't even fucking handle that. <laughs> they couldn't. And it's so bad. And I'm still not looking forward to that movie. I have no expectation whatsoever of it being a good movie. Do you know if it's going to be rated R? I hope so. Maybe that'll at least help some of the content. But uh, I, yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be PG-13. Anyway, so are we actually talking about the solo trailer? Because what are your thoughts on the solo trailer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just for the listeners, I came here thinking we were talking about Black Panther, but apparently we were talking about Solo. Um, no, I'm actually very excited for it. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's Disney and Kathleen Kennedy, and they, they know what they're doing. There's trouble, there was trouble behind the scenes, but I'm sure the movie, the final product will be fine. And I mean, it looks comparable to a Rogue One with, like, with the aesthetic, with the pacing, but just obviously with like, a different tone. And I mean, I'm Star Wars obsessed, and this definitely like you know hit all the sweet spots. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Now, what is one thing that you want this movie to do? Like, as a Star Wars fan, as someone who really enjoyed the original trilogy, like Han Solo, all the characters there, is there anything that this movie can do that's going to really like add value to your Star Wars world? And I ask that because, you know. I think you and I have talked about this before. We really had no interest in a solo movie. Like, we want to see the Obi-Wan trilogy or movie, but we didn't care about Solo because we've kind of already seen his character arc. I think, well, just just gleaning from this trailer, it looks like they're going for, like, a heist film, which I think that could be fun in the Star Wars universe. And not to avoid your question, but here's what I, here's what I don't want them to do. I don't want to see fucking Darth Vader in this movie. <laughs> There's already plenty of callbacks. I mean, the whole movie is a callback unto itself. So we don't need to, like, 
oh, there's Boba Fett. Oh, there's Jabba the Hutt. Even like in Rogue One, when there's a, there's a quick clip of the guys who threatened Luke in the very first Star Wars movie. I forgot their names. But like they were in Rogue One. So it's like, uh, okay, okay, Disney. Like you can pump the brakes on that. But I understand like that's their brand and like that's what they have to milk for all the, for all it's worth. So I hope it can definitely feel more Rogue One-ish in terms of just feeling apart from Star Wars, but still walking that fine line of having the same enthusiasm and uh, swagger, just like Han Solo's swagger. Do you think we'll see Boba Fett in this? I I have I don't see how it's possible for them to introduce Darth Vader, but do you think we'll see Boba Fett? Probably. I mean, I, I feel like we'll see Boba Fett, we'll see Jabba the Hutt, or they'll be like, they'll end with like, oh, there's this Hutt that wants to talk to you to do, for this job, to do a thing, and... There's a, there's a guy, and he's right there, and it's Boba Fett. So, maybe it'll end like that. Gotcha. Well, yeah, this is this is a totally unnecessary movie. It does look fun. It has a good aesthetic to it, like I said. Um, the cast looks great. Even for, like, the very one second we got of Han Solo, I actually... I'm not sold on the guy. I need to see a lot more. But I'm a lot less worried. It's like the scene when he's like, oh, I, oh, we're totally fine, we're totally fine. And, like, everyone starts panicking. It's like, oh, that's a very, like, Han Solo character trait. And while nobody will ever compare to Harrison Ford, I'm willing to put that aside and give this guy a chance. Well, Black Panther is less than a week. It's tracking pretty fucking high Rotten Tomatoes so far. All the Twitter reactions have been through the roof. And I'm definitely very excited for this movie. Uh, Savor helped that a great deal by introducing us to T'Challa. I guess my only concern is, despite like the fact that I have a good understanding of who this character is, the previews have not sold me on this movie. Granted, it looks great. I mean, Wakanda, the set design, the cast, that all looks incredible. But there hasn't been, like, one hook in the previews to, like, get me super excited. Like, oh, I can't wait to see that part play out in the big screen. Yeah, and to your point about there's not that one scene in the trailer that we're waiting for. When we saw the trailer for Thor Ragnarok and we saw Hulk and Thor in the arena, we were like, yes, this is the Planet Hulk moment that we're all waiting for. And we were excited up until the movie and excited once we got there to see it. So, yeah, I, I do agree that it's hard for me to pick out anything in these trailers and be like, wow, I'm really waiting for that part of the movie. The other thing, too, that is kind of worrisome is that there hasn't been really any interesting action scene. There was a, a leak or a preview scene that had come out on YouTube that we saw where they were fighting on the train or by that train. And it just kind of looked really boring. And overall, I just wasn't impressed. And I'm kind of worried that might be a trend for the rest of the movie. One other thing that is kind of concerning is the villain. Is this going to be another Jeff Bridges Iron Man? Is this going to be another Red Skull cap? Another... Yellow jacket? Yellow jacket. Or just like a guy in a suit. Yeah, another Yellow jacket Ant-Man. Is this just the counter guy to the main hero. If Michael B. Jordan is the true villain, and it's not just something that they're doing maybe at the start of the movie, like a misdirect in the trailers, then that's kind of boring. Well, can we get into light spoilers? And basically, this is just like from the reviews I've read. So it's not actually like giving me plot points, but like general impressions. Hmm. What I've heard actually is that he's probably the strongest Marvel villain we've got or we've ever gotten since, since the first time we see Loki. Um, since ever, really, I guess. Wow. They said actually in, in any other movie he would be the hero. That they actually pulled that off for once. And that the movie gives him a full, complete character arc. Which is unheard of, not just for MCU, but for like most bad guys in, in superhero movies as of recent. So, 
that actually has now swung the pendulum in the other direction for me of incredibly high expectations. I mean, if anyone can pull it off, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean I have me excited for it. I know I'm really, like, talking this movie down so far, but I am beyond excited to see this movie. I think they've done a great job introducing Wakanda. It looks aesthetically really nice. From a CGI perspective, maybe there were a little iffy parts, but from the grandeur, the the set, the scenes where it's taking place, it all looks amazing, and it looks very creative. And considering it's still based on Earth and not a cosmic story, it still looks like it's going to have some of the intrigue of a cosmic universe is still placed on Earth. Uh, one of the things that I will say that I'm excited to see is what we're assuming is going to be the, the reveal of the Soul Stone in Wakanda and how they're going to tie that in with you know, T'Challa meeting his ancestors or speaking with his ancestors or stuff like that. So that's one part that I'm really interested in seeing. But yeah, the I really wish they did a better job with their trailers. Again, that being said... I'm very excited for this movie. I think, and I hope this isn't like me doing that thing where it's speaking for you, but like just to clarify a point, and we've talked about this before, even like off, off air. I don't think like you're talking about this movie and neither am I. I think what we have is sort of like sequel anxiety, which I get when I'm like really excited for something. Like after, ba- after Batman Begins, I'm like, that was amazing. How do they top that? And they topped it. And like after Civil War, which did everything so well, including introducing Black Panther, giving him a real character, and just making him like fucking badass all around, it's like, what? Well, how do you carry that energy forward? I think that's my concern, and it's also kind of irrational because Ryan Coogler, his last two movies were really good. He did Fruitville Station, which I didn't see, but that starred Michael B. Jordan as um, a young African American student who's killed by a cop, and then Creed did Creed, which I love Creed, and that was like, an incredibly powerful movie. And I heard this is like in a, in a similar vein of like energy and enthusiasm and care. I think it might all be irrational. That's just because I want it to be so good. And I think we're a little justified to be a little irrational. And I only say that because all the reviews, well, at least all the little like one-liners that Marvel always posts on their Instagram or on Facebook is like, this movie is revolutionizing superhero movies, or this is a movie that you've never seen before. And I'm worried that they're overselling it. So am I excited for it? Yes. I'm just trying to tamper my expectations as well. I think you and I talked about this too. We went into Thor Ragnarok super excited and we came out of the first viewing kind of disappointed. Granted, it ended up being my favorite movie of last year and I've probably watched it like five or six times since. But I'm trying to tamper those expectations so that I can like have an honest view of this movie the first time I see it. Just from a superhero movie perspective, I'm hoping that the reviews are actually staying true and they're not exaggerating all of this stuff. Right. Just to lend those reviews some credence, the thing that I'm looking forward to most is going to Wakanda for the first time. And I feel like that's like where a lot of the hype has been placed, where Wakanda feels very much fleshed out, like a, like it's a character unto, unto itself. And so that I have no doubt they're going to nail. And also, I like some of the reviews I've been reading is the fact that the movie wholeheartedly embraces is African roots and the comic roots. It doesn't try to taper down the aesthetic or the characters or the personalities to pander to a mainstream audience or to or to any one select audience. That definitely celebrates all these these things that made the comic and the character so rich and vibrant. So that I'm looking forward to as well. And uh, and like you were like you were saying is you know with the exception of Blade, which not to not to give credit where credit's due, this will be like the first black superhero in this generation major superhero yes excuse me well like with their own film 
with their own franchise because assuming they want to do more than these and he plays a pivotal role in all the Avenger sequels to come and that's a big fucking deal it's not completely disheartening but it is like <laughs> actually it is a little disheartening when you look back at like they had a photo of like all the, the the main characters of superhero movies for the last 20 years and it's all tall white guys yeah I say that as a short guy myself you can see that that's where my real bone to pick it's is it's really the tall part right um, so hopefully this is the start of something better. And it was cool seeing Marvel posted that 10-year reunion photo thing, or 15-year, whatever it was, and just see how great and diverse the cast is. Like, this next set of movies kind of touched on, there's going to be a lot of women superheroes in the spotlight. You'll have Captain Marvel, you'll have Wasp, you'll have Black Widow, who's getting her own movie, you know, a few of other a few other prominent characters. Now we'll have Black Panther... And if Killmonger is a great villain, that's going to be awesome. And it's just, it's opening the floodgates. So it's it's cool to see, for sure. And it's a nice change of pace from what we've seen in the past. It's also like, it just shows how far we've come. Where the idea of a superhero movie and what it has to do and should do has evolved so much. Mostly with, I mean, not mostly, but a lot of help from what the MCU's been doing with all their characters. So like, you know, maybe for this film we don't need a love interest. Maybe for this film, um, the bad guy can actually be like not not this person or that person. They're like taking those, those small chances, which I think have led to like bigger risks. While this movie, I don't think is a huge risk because you have such a huge investment from Marvel, you have a, such a huge investment of talent. It is also like a risk in the sense of this like nobody's like has seen a film quite like this. Not just like featuring a prominently black cast, but like that completely celebrates its African roots while still trying to tell a sensational, fun story. But no, yeah, you make some great points, and I completely agree. So I, I am really excited to get immersed into Wakanda. So the last point that I want to raise was going into this going into this movie reminds me a little bit about when Wonder Woman was coming out, where I had like I had a similar anxiety. Where this is a character, where first of all, like we're getting the first character of its kind in terms of like that was the first female superhero movie, at least of this generation, and this is the first African American superhero, et cetera, et cetera, or I guess first African. But the trailers didn't really sell me on anything. There was nothing that really looked super compelling, and I was getting worried because it's like, I hope like this is just a misdirect. I hope it's not because the studios have like a lack of confidence and they felt pressured in doing this movie. I hope they actually believe in this movie. In Wonder Woman's case, you had Patty Jenkins, who was the heart and soul of that movie, who brought the life. I feel like this is going to be a similar case with Ryan Coogler, where while the previews have been like lackluster, to based because of the things we've talked about, I have full confidence in his care and love for this character and for just the genre itself. That's I mean, if, if this movie is as good as Wonder Woman, I'll be more than happy. But yeah, let's see what it can do. Fingers crossed. Well, Matt, I'm glad you were able to talk through your unjustified issues, and I'm glad that I was able to listen to you. So, that's been another episode of Healthy Distractions, and once again, I've been Jeremy. I've been Matt. Later.